Guillermo Geekses. Episode 209, Part 2 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hi, welcome to the program. It is I and Ed here to bring you the most of the news. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, yeah, here we are in Part 2, folks. Here in Part 2, we give you... Releases of the week. Mm-hmm. Usually, we kind of flip flop between whether it's going to be part one or part two. It really depends on how long part one decides to run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so part one, part one ran a little long. So we're doing the new releases here in part two. Yes. Um, <clears throat> basically, it's what's coming out on Blu-ray, DVD, and we also do video games. Mm-hmm. It's a big week this week. Yes. For yes. video games, huge week. Excuse me. Um, I got the hiccups now. Great. Great. I'll awesome. take a swig while uh, we take a break after we get ready to line up. Take that. a break after we take the break of the break. And right. The break. Okay. Uh, so we talk about that. Um, I do a game review of Mafia Three. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll get to see what I think of it um, when you listen, and then we bring you the news. Yay! We bring you the news. All that's somewhat fit to read. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we give our opinion on uh, Star Wars stuff, uh, movie stuff, other stuff. Other stuff. And then at the end, when we come back, we're going to talk about um, the latest writer of Wonder Woman has made a comment that I think is not really newsworthy. I think it's more of a discussion worthy. I think it make, it makes okay. for an interesting discussion. It's All not right. really like, oh, my God. But, you know, for that, you'll just have to wait till the end. So I don't want to. You know, figured for those people who know already going. Oh, I know what they're going to talk about. For those people who don't know, because Ed's giving me kind of a look. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. So, uh, we guess we'll just have to hear what he has to say when we get back. All right. So we'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeks Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right. So we are back with a little worse. Ward for I don't I don't forget I don't care I was gonna say hey we're a little better than we were when we left but that's obviously not true so let's get right to new releases all right Ed. kitties let's go what we got going on Ed. what we got going on here we go uh, geekster uh, geeksters sorry <laughs> ghost <laughs> Ghostbusters twenty sixteen is coming out on four K. Ultra DVD, 3D, Blu-ray, DVD, crap, whatever. All the all the mediums. All right. You can see Ghostbusters, a new one. Answer the call. 
Who are you going to call? Obviously, no one called them. So, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's good. That means I'll be able to rent it then. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, what else is coming out? Uh, the Legend of Tarzan is also coming out on all the medias. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> It was, this was a good movie. Okay. It was a good kind of retelling of an old tale. Tales you know, old time? Um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Twas the monkey killed the beast. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, definitely, it's, uh, if you get a chance to see it, go get it. All right, what else you got? Uh, Ice Age, Collision, Ice Age 5, Collision Course. So I just call it Ice Age Collision Course. Uh, it's coming out on Blu-ray and uh, DVD. And there's also a deluxe edition coming out with 3D. I, five of them? I can't believe there's five either. <laughs> That's true. I really like the Ice Age movies, but five? Five. <laughs> That's what it says here on the paper. All right. What else? Uh, Bloodfather is coming out um, on Blu-ray and digital HDD and DVD. And I... That's I, the reason why you have it, because Mel Gibson's in it. That's right. Yeah. And, and I heard a lot of good things about it. Like, it, I heard it was a really good movie. He was phenomenal in it. Again... Well, I mean, we did talk about this in Nerd News a couple weeks ago, and the reason why he did these kind of movies is he wants to try to get back into the good light of... Yeah, he's like, hey, I said some bad things. We've all said some bad things. How about we just let bygones be bygones and let be an actor? People love me as an actor. Don't let my job... Don't let what you think of me personally affect my job. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what else you got? Uh, The Infiltrator is also coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. This is the Brian Cranston movie that everybody thought he looked like Stan Lee. Yeah, see, when he walked past the... Someone made a fake uh, mock-up poster of the Stan Lee story and had Brian Cranston with the mustache. and I'm like, oh my God, he could pass for Stan Lee at this point. (laughs) Like a 40-year-old Stan Lee. I was like, oh my God, that... That's brilliant. But this is actually about a story about the FBI agent who was going after... Um, yeah, the DEA agent in 1980s, uh, Robert uh, Mazur. Yeah, going after... Um, oh, why can't I think of his name right now? They just had the whole... Pablo Escobar. Yes. The, whole, they, the drug lord. I got to be honest. If you want to see a good Pablo Escobar story, watch the Narcos. Season one and season two is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's on Netflix now. You can stream it now. Ooh. Wait till after the show, though. <laughs> All right, so what else you got? Uh, this is a re-release. It's uh, Doctor Strange is coming out. Uh, it's uh, it's the animated uh, Marvel adventure. Uh, so people getting want to get used to Doctor Strange who doesn't know anything about him. Uh, this is a like kind of I guess almost like kind of a retelling or a telling of this movie that we're going to see in November fifth a little bit. Okay, you know how he got his powers and how he came to be right. as Doctor Strange. Okay. Um, and we also have Beep, a documentary history of game sound. Really? Yes. That sounds interesting. Wild clips from over 80 interviews with uh, game composers, sound designers, voice actors, and audio directors from around the world. I mean, look, if you're interested in gaming, you want to know how all the stuff behind it. I think that's a, a good yeah. documentary. It's kind of like... Uh, how I love, I know that voice documentary. It's mm-hmm. all about voiceover work and all the people that work as voice actors. Mm-hmm. I guess it would be the equivalent of like, hey, I really love sound effects. I really love video games. How are they made? Here's another aspect. Well, on the, on, on Roku, I found a, a movie that was about Mel Blanc, Blanc and doing all the voice characterizations for Water oh, Brothers. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, look at you. I had to throw out that Roku because he's cutting the cord. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what else you got coming out? Uh, Carrie, Collector's Edition is coming out on Blu-ray. Now, I think they've already released this several times. So. Uh, yeah, I think it's, hey, look, here's a new cover. It was probably, the rights were probably picked up by somebody else. They polish it up. 
throw like an extra interview or two in there, you know, and then go, hey, here's a slip cover. Bada boom, bada bing, bada bing. You didn't pick up Carrie the first time or the second time or the third time or in that package with the Stephen King. Here's your chance to get it now. <laughs> like, eventually you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? Uh, Sons of Anarchy, the complete series, is coming out on Blu ray. Um, that's kind of cool, but I think isn't it already on Blu-ray? You know, I didn't see it. Uh, you know, because like I go, I get all our movies. By the way, if, if people want to interested, where we find our information from, uh, digitalbits.com is a site that we use to find out what's coming up in the next uh, few months of uh, DVD releases. So if you want to see where your movies are coming out, like if you're interested in a movie that came in the theater or something that might interest you from the past, you can check that out. So when I click on it, it goes to Amazon, basically. So if you click on the cover, so you can actually order it through their site, through Amazon. And they make a little bit of money off of it to keep supporting their site. Um, but when you click on it, it actually shows all the all the past times it was released. Oh, okay. I see what it is. It's uh, new packaging. Yes. Yeah, I gotcha. So I don't think, I don't know if it came out. I don't think that was like the first time. If you want to click on it right now and see if it, uh, it will show up on Amazon. It's there. not, because I have the, the collector's edition. Thing yeah, where, it just came out on DVD in the past and not on Blu-ray. So this is the first time it's going to be on Blu-ray. Yeah, the Sons of Anarchy Complete Series Reaper Collectors box set. That's DVD, but there's also a Blu-ray version. Because I have the Blu-ray version. Okay, all right. Well, At least I think I do. I'll have to see. Now you have me curious. Why are you bopping your head back? I love Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. Is that, is that what you're waiting for? I'm waiting for my chance. Wait for my chance. <laughs> yeah. Wait for my chance. I <laughs> love that show. Here Again. He already has it. <laughs> and it comes in like this awesome, cool. In Suns, there's a table that yeah. everybody sits at. And it comes in like the table. And I'm like, oh, I love this box. I love this box. <laughs> so if he didn't have it already, I'd be like, babe, I need that in my life. I have to have that. One. <laughs> <laughs> but he already has it. <laughs> so that's not the case. But if no one's ever seen Suns, go get it. It is phenomenal. Okay. So good. There you go. There's an there's an endorsement from Stacy. Yes. All right. What else you got coming out? Uh, the 4K treatment. We're getting the Da Vinci Code and Angels and Demons in 4K. Sure. Because at the end of the month, uh, what do you call it? The Dante's Inferno is coming out. out or yeah. Inferno, it's just called. All right. We also have Power Rangers Dino Charge, a three set DVD coming out. Okay. And we also have Hannibal the Complete Series, uh, the series collection seasons one through three coming out on Blu-ray. And DVD. Okay. And these are re-releases that are coming out that might interest you. Uh, the Hills Have Eyes, the 1977 limited editions coming out on Blu-ray. It's a Wonderful Life's coming out on Blu-ray. IP Man Trilogy is coming out on Blu-ray. Okay. Krampus with Holiday Arts coming out on Blu-ray. Twilight Zone Season 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, and 6. And Fan Favorites also coming out on Blu-ray. Sons of Anarchy Complete Series is coming on DVD. Uh, the Twilight Zone, the Complete Series. Like I said, these are all releases, so they've already come out. But if you know, if you want a brand new version of it, this is where you buy this. Uh, the Twilight Zone, the Complete Series, the whole box set. Uh, Monk, the Complete Series, the whole box set. Sliders, the Complete Series, the DVD box set. And Knight Rider, the Complete Series, the DVD set. Yeah, I also saw, too, that Miami Vice is also on there. But we talked about all those last week. Yes, they actually got pushed back a week. Oh, was kind of really? surprising. Yes, was, oh. that was my next, my next uh, statement after that. Oh, I, but, uh, I apologize. So there you go. So hey, as as you said, Miami Vice and Knight Rider for Blu-ray is also coming out this week, which we said last week, but apparently got pushed back one week. Oh, okay. And the thing, collector's edition is coming out on Blu-ray this week as well. 
Okay, well, that's uh, that's a classic as far as if you're a fan of horror movies and John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Carpenter's thing is right up there as, as almost I would say a horror masterpiece. Yep, it's it's it's. It's a lot of extras on this one, so I mean, if there's yeah, because it's uh, Scream Factory got the rights, and what Scream Factory does, it's probably like they did with Carrie, was that they get, hey, this is the guy who did the special effects makeup on here, so let's go talk to this guy. We can throw it on the Blu-ray and help people buy it more. Mm-hmm. So that way, we can it gives it. It's kind of like, hey, these movies got were put out on DVD or Blu-ray in the past, didn't have much because. There was older movies. No one thought about having an interview with John Carpenter. It may be like, hey, here's a TV spot on The Tonight Show where he talked about his... Right. You know. Yeah, they have a making of... They have some blooper reels, some uh, outtakes. Uh, there's a vintage production product reel. contains promotional consideration version of a film with the digital footage. It's like 19 minutes. Um, yeah, some it's, it's, I think vintage that... behind-the-scenes footage. There's two minutes of that. So yeah, it's a lot of a lot of different things, special effects, makeups, or it's like a forty minute documentary. Right, on that. stuff they never thought people would be interested in when it hit video or hit DVD or Blu-ray for the first time. But Shout Factory is is a, since they're they're a fan of DVD and Blu-rays, they're like, no, let's let's get as much information as we can. Let's sit down and talk to some of these people to talk about these movies and stuff to be able to kind of give you makes you feel like, oh my god, these people care, mm. and let me watch because I you know you know me and my special features, yeah. I kind of like Shout Factory and how they had to, how they handle stuff like Lords of Illusion, um, Nightbreed, and Nightbreed had not only the, the theatrical version but the director's cut that no one got to see. Yeah, they have to say here they have the uh, the the uh, television cut of the uh, the thing. Yeah, see that'd be kind of fun to watch because you know the thing being as bloody and as gory as it is, it's and it's scary. Oh look, it's got movies got to be like half hour long. <laughs> it says ninety two minutes. There right? you yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if it comes with the commercials? <laughs> what else you got? This uh, uh, Cartoon Network Adventure Time: The Complete Six Seasons coming out on Blu Ray and DVD. Okay, Stacy shaking her head. I hate Adventure Time. Oh, really? Yes, and the reason why is because it was so popular to watch with my after schoolers. Yeah. that I got so so tired of it. I don't think that it's funny. I, I don't. I don't like the way it's drawn. <laughs> like, I, I don't like. I'm just saying. I, I like some of the stuff that comes out on Cartoon Network. Like some of it, I really enjoy, and some of them, like, uh, did they did they don't really care about artists not being there. I mean, there's so many yeah. great artists out there that control a great, a lot of great cartoons, and that is not it. I mean, I know that Adventure Time is really popular. I know a lot of people that aren't children that really like Adventure Time. Mm-hmm. I it just didn't. I just it can't handle it. <laughs> like I'm. Nope. And then we have Pokemon Master Quest, the complete collection coming out on DVD. So, and that's all I have for uh, movies and television. Any honorable mentions you like to mention? Um, yeah, okay, a couple. Maybe okay, a couple here. I'm I'm looking here. Uh, let me scroll up because we start down and work my way. Um, there was one uh, Ghost Heads. It's the Blu-ray edition comes out. It's a documentary on the fandom of the original Ghostbusters. Okay. It's kind of like the, hey, you know what? Just when you think ner- things couldn't get nerdy enough at Comic-Cons, here is a niche group that only focuses on Ghostbusters. Or it's like when we saw the Trekkies or when we saw the Jedi Junkies. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, okay, now it looks, seems to be like any kind of cult-following movie that seems to be getting its own uh, spin-off movie, might say. Like, hey, you like Dungeons & Dragons? Let's go talk to you for a minute. Yeah. Like, there's a movie on... Uh, 
Netflix that I've been waiting to see because I kind of want to see it together, like you and me, like for, designed for the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, kids who played Quidditch. They created their own Quidditch game. It's, it's like, I forget what it's called now. But it's like all those people who love Harry Potter, they create their own little Quidditch game. And yeah. I'm like, all right, that's kind of interesting. I said, it's, I see a lot of those documentaries on Netflix and I save them right away. I'm going, that's content for the show, content for the show, content for the show. <laughs> I need to get Mallory here for that because Mallory actually plays that. Does really? she? Yeah, you're talking about it's like a table and they built the little... Ah. The little things. Oh, I don't know. This look like actual people dressed as Harry Potter people running around on broomsticks. Oh, okay, because yeah. my friend Mallory plays a table Quidditch. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. And she loves it and has tried to get me to play it like more than times, but I suck at anything that's like throwing any kind of ball-shaped anything into a basket of any sorts. And she, you have to, to throw the little ball. And to, she plays it on a tabletop, so it might be a little bit different. Yeah, this was like live action. Like live. I know some, some colleges, they have like uh, uh, tournaments with yeah. different colleges, and they put, but it's live action. It's not tabletop. That's like, what this documentary seems to focus on, the, the people running around in broomsticks with the scarves and the caves. Like, we're playing Quittage. Adorable. I, I guess <laughs> I, 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 I really want to see it because it looks fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. All right. Um, I'm trying to think what else I saw. I was scrolling down. I was like, ooh, this one's good. Did I also see the Hobbit Lord of the Rings box that was pushed back week two, I guess. Yeah, you know, I was kind of surprised by that. I, I you know, I was like, I'm like, after a while, I got kind of tired of, 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 of seeing it, seeing these things <laughs> and copying and pasting them in it. Cause I was like, did the Knight Rider and the, and the, uh, my advice. And I'm like, Wait a minute. We talked about that last week. I'm like, am I looking at the right list? And I'm like going back. I'm like, no, the date's right. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you cut the cord from the cable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's kind of, I think that gives me the. Uh... Well, like I said, though, if, if you're interested in anything and you want to know what's going on in the world in terms of DVD releases, this this group is a really good site to go to. It's digitalbits.com. And uh, they talk about upcoming um, uh, DVDs and uh and Blu-rays and 4Ks and all that stuff. And they talk about like all the different players and all that kind of stuff. They give you reviews so you can get the sound quality. If, if you're a real like stickler for those kind of things, this is a real site to uh, go and enjoy and, and, and follow along with. Okay. So I'm sorry. I came and I saw a cover up oh, a rabbit hole. No, no, it was, it's, <laughs> it's the number two and Jennifer, like two Jennifer. Uh-huh. I thought it was a sequel to the Megan Fox. Was it called Jennifer two? I know what movie you're talking about, but I don't think it was called. There were two. No, no, I mean I meant Jennifer also. I think so. I think it was called Jennifer. It was she was like a a, a killer, an alien? <laughs> see, see, uh huh. Okay, hold on. I mean, now I gotta now I gotta do Megan Fox. <laughs> Besides being in the Transformer movies and all, it was Jennifer's body. Jennifer's body. Okay. Yeah, okay. I thought maybe this was like a, a, a knockoff sequel. No, all right. No, 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 right. no, no, no. I'm good. No, all right. yeah, okay. All right. All Would right. you like to move on to video? Yeah, games? let's move on. All right. All right. Here's coming out for video games. This is brought to you by GameStop. Power, Power of players. There you go. All right. Geometry Wars Three: Dimensions Evolved by Activision for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. Just when you think things get nerdier, video games <laughs> dealing with math. <laughs> Geometry. Who could put plot those points faster? What's the quick definition of a sign? You definition of a cosine. Huh? What? Huh? Foul. 
Ed's going, <laughs> I'm like, is that in geometry? Wait, <laughs> sine and cosines are geometry terms. That's yeah, how... I was in geometry a lot sooner than you guys were in geometry. I don't remember the any arcs, of that. the pits and valleys, the sine, the cosine oh, of an angle. Okay. No, this is where it's, our age difference is going to be different. Right? Oh, you learned it from something else. Well, I yeah, learned calculators, I... <laughs> so oh. we got to literally just put in the points, and it would it would graph all of that for. Oh, okay. <laughs> the same like like well, actually, kinds of signs and cosines to me was in pre calculus and calculus. Right, but you still had and to trigonometry. Plot. Right, yeah, but you it, okay. I took uh, trigonometry, so you still had to plot those points. So yeah. in order to figure out where you had to put those plots, plot those points, you had to use sine and cosine. See, that's the thing. I because I, I. <laughs> I slept through geometry class, <laughs> so I can't really say if you're right or not. Actually, to be honest with you, because I had two math classes that year. I had geometry in in the morning and algebra two in the afternoon. So everything I was learning in ge- in geometry that morning. I was learning. It. I was learning how to use it in algebra two. The next, then the next, next couple hours later, there sine, cosine, and tangent are main functions used in trigonometry. Are based on the right angle triangle. Before getting stuck into the functions, that helps give a name to each side of the right triangle. Yeah. What what what, what functions were they used in trigonometry? And we're talking about geometry. There you go. But isn't geometry a, sh- a offshoot of trigonometry? Yeah, uh, but, yeah. But, <laughs> but in this case, uh, you're wrong. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I love when he's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was just the first game, kids. Second game is uh, Tropico Five Complete Collection by Calypso Media USA, and that's for the PS4. And that's a Tuesday release. That's the hey, you like time management games? Here, work on an island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. And we have Prototype Biohazard Bundle, only at GameStop by Activision for the PS4 and Xbox One. Apparently, it's a uh, GameStop exclusive. Let me see that. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the third title right there. Third title? Uh, prototype Biohazard Bundle. I wonder if that's the video game Biohazard uh, Prototype 1 and 2. Like, I wonder if they got it remastered. It's only exclusively at GameStop. Oh, boy. That's good to know. All right, what else you got? Uh, Dragon Quest Builders Day 1 Edition by Square Enix for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release. Okay. The one you're going to review is going to be Mafia 3 by 2K for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and that's a Tuesday release. You already got an... Actually, no, it wasn't. It was a Friday release. Last Friday. Well, that was the only for pre-orders. No, it wasn't. Really? Yeah. Well... Your games, I told your you last game, week. GameStop then fucked up because yeah, they're telling me Tuesday it's well, coming out. Actually, they told me Friday and Tuesday it was coming okay, out. Okay, uh, nope, nope. It came out. It, it then came. GameStop fucked up. That's not going to be the first time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something I don't know. Well, we'll get to your review in a minute. Okay. Uh, Payday 2, the big score by 505 Games. Oh, my God. How many fucking comics did they release this game? Uh, apparently this a is, bunch. This technically, if they add a number to every time they add it, they... they they re-released Payday 2, it would be Payday 7. All right. Because it's like, hey, here's Payday 2. Payday 2, the, the uh, Safe Crackers bundle. Here's this one. Here's this bundle. Well, this one's the big score. Yeah. Uh, five of them games for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. All right. And then we have Rise of the Tomb Raider 20-year celebration edition by Square Enix for the PS4, and that's a Tuesday release. Yeah, it's it's finally coming out for the PS4 because last year it was a Xbox One exclusive. Mm-hmm. And even back then on the show, I was like, eh, you know what? I'm not upset by it because I know it's coming out a year later for the PS4. And by the time that year comes around, anybody who bought the season pass, all those people who spent extra like 
game's 60 bucks with a season pass, you just like another 30. Mm-hmm. So there's people who are paying $90 to have a complete edition for the Xbox One. I'm getting it for 60 bucks for fucking uh, PS4. And not only are you doing the whole, hey, here's the whole kit and caboodle for the game. It's Lara Croft is celebrating her 20th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So they added a bunch of other little tchotchkes in it. And since um, PlayStation VR is coming out as well, mm-hmm. um, they added another level, which is like a first person perspective through Lara's house. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I did pre-order it. I don't know if I'll be picking it up this week, but I definitely will be having a something of a review of it on it. All right. So all right. What else you got? WWE 2K17 by 2K for the PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. That's a Tuesday release. Yeah, we're now hitting we're now hitting the uh, holiday season, so you're going to be seeing a lot of AAA titles coming hitting. Like Metal Gear Solid Five, the definitive experience by Konami for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release. Yeah, all right. How about Gears of War 4 by Microsoft? That's an Xbox One for a Tuesday release. Yeah, it's an exclusive. Now, what... I think might have been a mix-up there, mm-hmm. is that Gears of War, the Ultimate Edition, was given out four days before the Standard Edition. Mm-hmm. The Standard Edition comes out Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So I think, but Mafia 3 came out, was an official release date was a Friday. Okay. So I think maybe someone at GameStop fucking clicked the wrong buttons. There you go. <laughs> All right, what else you got? Criminal Girls 2 Party Favors oh by NIS America for the PS4. That's a Tuesday release. <laughs> this is the game I talked about the first one. Where it's one of those pseudo erotic Japanese games where these girls are, are in jail and you have to you send them out to do these missions and then when they come in you got to like tickle them or spank them or you have to do things to them and they slowly get naked for you in a way to submit to your will as boss I guess uh-huh. to be able to do better missions. You got to buy. No, <laughs> I don't have a Vita. Okay. And second, I, again, we that's talk, for the PS4. PS4. Oh, maybe I'll check it out. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never could get into those. I've tried. I've, I've, I yeah, I know. I've missed. We've the, had that conversation yeah, on missed, air. So yes. that boat on the whole pseudo eroticism of <laughs> the Japanese anime. All right. I don't know. All right. What else you got? Oh, big title. Aram Aragami Collector's Edition by Maximum Games for the PS4. And that's a Tuesday release. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. Origami? Yes. All right. So I know I was going to butcher it. So, so it's a, a, a folding paper game? Origami is a third-person stealth game in which you <laughs> control sh- the shadows. Nope. Not even close. Yep. All right. Play as Origami, an undead assassin with supernatural abilities. Oh, I think I saw the cover the other day. All right. Okay, gotcha. There you go. All right. Now we have Loading Human Chapter 1 by Maximum Game. That's for the PS4, and that's a... Thursday release. Really? That says devs 13th. That's what it said on the website. Oh, that's, that's what weird. it said. That's what it said. That's, <laughs> that's what the man said. That's what he said. said. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, it's going to be a long week at work. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Riggs Mechanized Combat League VR by Sony Computer Entertainment America for the PS4. Oh, that's that's right. a this is a big week for us. Thursday uh, release. Yeah. We also have Batman VR. Batman Arkham VR, sorry, for the War- by Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment for the PS4. And that's also actually a Tuesday release, it's saying. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Somebody screwed up on the website, I think. Well, well, I mean, there's possibilities because keep going. Because I don't know if you've gotten... Battlezone VR by Sony Computer Entertainment America for the PS4. That's a Thursday release. 
Until Dawn, Rush of Blood VR by Sony Entertainment America for the PS4. That's a Thursday release. Drive Club VR by <laughs> Sony Entertainment America for the PS4. That's a Thursday release. E, Valkyrie VR by Sony America <laughs> Entertainment America for the PS4. That's a Thursday release. PlayStation VR Worlds by Sony Computer Entertainment America for the PS4. And that's a Thursday release. And finally... Dizzy Magical 2 by Nintendo of America for the 3DS, and that's a Friday release. Okay. Now, do you know why you're getting all those VR titles delivered on a Thursday? Because that's when the VR is coming out? Yes. That is when the Sony PlayStation VR unit comes out on Friday, uh, Thursday the 13th. Thursday the 13th. So, of course, that's why it hits. Like, hey, Batman Arkham VR, Breakout VR, Booger Snots, BVR. They're, they're supposed to have 50 games already for launch. Um, mm-hmm. for the VR unit. Right. Um, I'm interested in getting the VR unit, but I don't really know. If I'm, I'm not really foaming at the mouth for it. You know what I mean? It's like, it'd be a nice little thing to have because the VR Batman thing looked pretty cool. And what I like too about it was that a lot of the games are not really full games. They're not like, they're not going to be like $65. Like the Batman uh, VR one, mm-hmm. it's only 20 bucks. Nice. Because it is a, a it's a short, it's called an, a, um, uh, experience where it's like 90 minutes, the whole experience. Okay. So they don't want to be like, hey, here's $65 for 90 minutes, but you get to be Batman for 20 bucks for 90 minutes where you go into the Batcave and you put the the, the gloves on and you put the cowl on and there's like a little, uh, you get to throw bat- put the bat nipples yeah. on. You know, you go, pop them off. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> And you get to, you know, throw batarangs around and do a little hand-to-hand combat, you know, I think with Nightwing and stuff like that. So it's interesting. It's by- <laughs> I get to toss Nightwing around. That's <laughs> awesome. I get to use Nightwing's nightstick. <laughs> 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 but uh, it's so, but it's got made by the guys who did all the Arkham games. Yes. So you, right away, you're like, um, you know, it's quality work. Yes. So I'm really, I'm, I, it's one of those things like I'm, I might be missing out on some VR action. But I, I'm, you know, I'll, it's okay. It's okay. That's all right. That's all right. All right. I can do it. One day I'll get one and I'll have the headset on and I'll be like, all by myself in my VR headset. <laughs> 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 so, uh, uh, and I, I think also the VR headset would probably come into play um, today. But it, it came in handy today because it has this feature where any games that you play, you can actually funnel it. You can use it as a remote access. Mm-hmm. So you can play any video game that you have on your PS4 through the headset and not be able to disturb anybody else mm-hmm. in the meantime, which probably would have been good today because she had a football game that she missed because I was playing Mafia 3. <laughs> She's, uh, she, she doesn't want to talk We're about it. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, Steelers won. Yeah. yeah no, no, they did. Again. <laughs> by a lot. It seems to be like, Except the one game that I went to. <laughs> Uh, of course, I find the the humor in it. It's it's Steelers, great game, great game, horrible game, great game, great game. And of course, the one horrible game they've had two seasons is the one we went to. <laughs> I'm not saying anything, but maybe they just kind of threw the game. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stacey's here. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I- oh. <laughs> On the way to your house, we talked about it because I told him, I was like, you know, you're playing your game. And you see how much I love you. I am missing my football game right now because it was a, a I guess like a one o'clock game yeah it was um 
but I have the app. So every time anything happens, I get this cool little notification that tells me what happened, who did it, what the yardage was, and I can watch like a recap of it if All I right. want to. Yeah. So he was like, well, I can turn it off. You know, we can watch. I was like, don't worry about it. I got the app. It's fine. Well, then later on, I it was time to, I fell asleep to take a nap. And we wake up and I'm like, I, I read the numbers wrong because <laughs> I never been told that I was dyslexic, but every once in a while you're like, Stacy. <laughs> Come on, right. we know. <laughs> we know. So the score happened to be thirteen to thirty-one. Yeah, the Steelers are mopping the floor with the Jets, right? Right. So I look at it, and instantly I read thirty-one to thirty-one, and there's a minute and forty left in the fourth quarter, and I'm like, "This was clearly a great fucking game. I hate you right now because I, <laughs> I was mad about it." So he comes back in the room, and I'm like, "Hey, I have to apologize to you because it was thirteen to thirty-one, not thirty-one thirty-one. Clearly, it wasn't. I mean, it was a good game because the Steelers are winning, but it wasn't." I always really like the close games like that because it's that game where you're like on the edge of yeah. your seat. What's right. going to happen? You know, so I had to apologize. Because <laughs> He's outside smoke street. God damn it. Dude, I told her, I told her I turned up the game. What the hell? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So I had to apologize to him. But on the way to your house, I was bitching because I was like, really, Steelers? Like, really? There's been five games so far. The first game was a blowout. Second game, not quite a blowout, but close. Third game got stomped into the ground in <laughs> Philadelphia. Fourth game, blowout. Fifth game, blowout. I'm like, really? You guys clearly know how to play football, but not at the game that I'm at. This is <laughs> bullshit. I was like, I should have got an email that was like, hey, Stacy, we're going to throw the game this day. Don't even waste your money. And I didn't even have to buy the tickets because it was a birthday present. Don't waste anybody's money coming to watch us play because we're just not going to do shit on the field this day. I was so mad. I, was so, <laughs> I probably bitched the whole way to your house. I was so fucking mad. <laughs> so fucking mad. So How does she not breathe when she talks? Uh, you know <laughs> Sometimes what? I'm like, yeah, I know. I've been told that my whole life, Ed. That's not the first time I've heard that. I know. That's why I'm like not afraid to say it to you. And I don't know why. I really don't know why. I can just go and 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 go but it's not. You know, it's the whole... It's hype. been around for two years. How new is it? <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're Lincoln Clay, and you come home from Vietnam, and the people, the, the black mob that you grew up, because you were an orphan, so this, this group helped raise you and, become mm-hmm. you. and you went to the Army. You came back. You were in Special Forces. And you come back, and you try to help them because they're in deep with the Italian mob. And... You know, you go and rob a Federal Reserve, and of course, as things always go south, I mean, it's not like, hey, we did it. End the game. It's they, the Italian mob fucks you over and put tries to put a bullet in your head, and partly succeeds because you do have this massive scar on the side of your head. Right. But you wake up and you go, everyone I know is dead. I want revenge. So now I'm going to systematically tear apart Sal Marcano's, you know, criminal empire, and take it or take it over myself, and then. I want him to know all how it feels to lose everything and know I'm attached to it right before I put a bullet in his head kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's pretty much the plot of the game. I mean, you do, you, it's, it's got a little bit of Grand Theft Auto in it where it's open world. Mm-hmm. 
and it's got the spots where you can go and do the, you know, you can do the story mode, you know, follow the storyline, mm. or you can go off on tangent, tangents where it's like, you need to bring down the drug and prostitution ring and take it over for yourself. So here's a drug dealer here, drug dealer here, drug dealer here. But if you get enough money out of, if you basically, if you destroy the tree enough for that branch, mm. the boss comes out and then you can go fight him at the end. Right. Or if you want to get a little extra some, something in your pockets, you can actually, you know, turn those guys to have them work for you because they're drug dealers. They don't care as long as they stay alive and they can keep the money coming in. Right. So, you know, you, you can uh, assign a underboss to run that ring mm. and then collect the money to help uh, finance your, you know, your the revenge. Your revenge. You know, and I got through. I uh, got through to the first, you know, the first major boss battle. Mm-hmm. It's fun. The driving mechanisms are good. I mean, the the shooting's good. It's fun. The driving when you drive the car. Yeah, I, I like the, the music's great. Well, she laughed at something. That's so what I was like. Well, well, like it. I don't think he's that good at driving a car. <laughs> <laughs> the first time he gets into the car, it tells him, "Don't break the road laws. You're going to get cop attention." Right. First thing he does is break the fucking road laws. Like, babe, no. He's like cutting corners, taking out mailboxes. Uh, again, video game. Second, cop didn't see it. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll speed the fuck out. I'm driving muscle cars in the late 60s. Sometimes. 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 Until she tells me to go, hey, get that pink bug over there. <laughs> okay. Can't make it here. I have a big, muscular black guy driving behind a pink bug. Like, Hey, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> so. Sometimes it's best not to listen to your girlfriend. Oh, it makes the game fun. Okay. Uh, at first, he was driving like this kind of cool old car. And then like he drives past it. And I'm like, babe, look, there's a pink slug bug over there. Go get it. So he goes inside, does his little mission thing. Comes back out. I'm like, are you going to get that pink bug over there? Goes and like breaks the window. Some chick sees it. She's like, I'm calling the cops. So he's like, look what you did. Now the cops are coming for me. <laughs> and I was like, fuck that bitch. Go kill her. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's Grand Theft Auto mentality. I like to follow the story. Lincoln Clay didn't just go around massacring people. You know, he has a, he has a job to do. <laughs> but asking what car he drove away in. The pink bug. <laughs> 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 with with the luggage, Lincoln Clay does it that night stuff. He does drugging and pimping, <laughs> and he shakes down people. He doesn't kill innocents. He doesn't kill innocent people. Everyone I kill is guilty of something. <laughs> <laughs> you're guilty of jaywalking. Boom, you're dead. You know, um, it's fun. I mean, I I heard that you're guilty of bitching too much. <laughs> Bam, there you go. You're guilty of having a pin a pimp hand that is strong. Boom. <laughs> And it, it, what's nice about it is that you have multiple ways to uh, accomplish your goal. Right. Like, you can go in guns blazing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you find a sniper spot, if you have a sniper rifle, you can, you know, pick people off from afar, which is fun and all. But I kind of hope I'm, eventually I want to try to get a silencer to that gun because uh-huh. it's, oh, look, he's over there. and starts shooting. It's like, oh, fuck you. Kind of takes the fun away from being a sniper, you know, or... You can go in with the stealth approach because you got yourself a nice your your gear army knife mm. and the the crouching you kind of stalk your prey a little bit mm. and it's got a nice cover system via Batman Arkham Asylum and Arkham Knight that kind of cover based system so when a person comes walking over towards you hit circle oh slate your throat and dump your body over my shoulder boom 
Like it's, it's I personally like that kind of like, oh yeah, you're gonna walk right here, you're gonna walk right here with a knife stabbed to your neck now, yeah, you know, like. <laughs> That is exactly how it happens. <laughs> exactly. And what's even funnier is every time he does it, he looks at me. And I'm like, yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that? Yes, I've seen it. <laughs> like, oh, oh, what's this? You going to check out that noise? You're about to check out this knife. <laughs> now, now picture him that with that VR thing on his head, you know, and it's all of a sudden quiet, quiet. So, bam! Right in the throat. Oh! I'm like, babe. Babe, guess what I just did with this goggles thing on my... You'll never guess what happened. She can be like, Stacy? <laughs> She's not even there. She's in another room. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's a fun game. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to get more involved in it where I start to be able to take, you know, take down more people. There's also a nice little collectible set, too, like a <laughs> multiple collectible set, which you're already content, because guess why, Ed? Why? You collect Playboy magazines <laughs> with centerfolds and everything. Wow. All like all the classic nudes of, of the time. There's also an artist too that was big in the sixties that painted nude women. Yeah. You collect them, you collect album covers. You're like, hey, it's not big it's as a collectible kind of guy, I'm like, who who where's the Playboy Bunnies at? Let me go find that one. You know, like that. Yeah. And then of course it's nineteen sixty eight in the South and you play as a black man. So that there are moments where the language is really harsh. And there was actually, she didn't see it, but when I was starting up the game, there was this big, long disclaimer basically saying, hey, look, we know that the time period in time was very hectic and that chaotic, and there's going to be some bad words and some bad language, but we want it to be as accurate as possible. And also we feel like if we didn't add that stuff, that the, the turmoil of the late 60s as far as racial tension was mm-hmm. for there if we didn't do it it would be insulting to the people who went through lived through it and who, who've you know given their life and have done all this to try to and who still are getting certain problems with right. the world today we thought it would be insulting if everything was hunky-dory and everyone got along like right. so it's like it was all right like so they dropped the so far yeah the language is, is typical language um violence typical violence i think a little bit you know the hyper violence especially you know Guy comes up and you slit his throat and you dump his body. You're like, boom, dead. <laughs> now let me take a change and you walk over. You know. So I mean, it's 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 got the fun game. It's got it's got the Grand Theft Auto kind of feel to it. It's got the uh, Batman feel to it as far as you know the cover. The who makes the game? It is 2K. Okay. They actually they make um, um, Borderlands mm-hmm. game. They also have done a lot of they. I think they did uh, 2K Sports. You know, so like NBA 2K. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Warner Bros. Uh, WWE 2K, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Whatever year it is. Yeah. WWE know. 217 is just a 2K. Yeah, okay. 2K. So, um, you know, it's I, I recommend it. I heard it got mixed reviews. I don't know why. It seems to be like it seems to play just like any other normal game. The only thing, I the cutscenes are nice. I, what I like is the narrative of the game. Because mm-hmm. it's not just, hey, you're Lincoln Clay and you're doing all these things. It's kind of told in almost like a documentary style. Okay. Where you're, you see, you kind of like, you have a guy who was your commanding officer who now works for the CIA who worked with you in Vietnam. So he's in front of like a, a board, like a, I want to say Congress mm-hmm. or like a board of inquiry right. talking about how, you know, Lincoln Clay completely dismantled Sal Marconi's, you know, mob you know, operations. Right. And, you know, it's it's filmed in this, like, 
he, you see this conversation. It's like, well, you know, Lincoln Clay, you don't just do this to this guy. You just send him in, and you, he's like, you send a guy like that, and you just let him go. And then it's like, a, then it goes back to the story. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of told in this really nice documentary kind of style. And okay. I, I kind of like it. It's a different spin, other than just like just following the storyline. Kind of like a Goodfellas uh, yeah, casino a kind of feel yeah. to it. Like yeah, yeah, like back when you know when Lincoln Clay gets mad, Lincoln Clay gets really mad, and. Whoosh, Flashback to where he's in the middle of a gunfight, and you know, <laughs> when Lincoln Clay gets mad, he gets really mad, yeah. and this is why. Yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, I'm looking forward to playing the game, you know, and and seeing where it goes. I mean, obviously, it's um, it's either it's either not going to have a happy ending or it's going to have a happy ending. Either way, you're going to become a crime boss, and I like crime. He painted a crime boss, you know. Sit there on my <laughs> my thing going. Mah, 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 mah. But I'm doing it for the right reasons. I'm doing it for vengeance. So therefore, it makes all things all okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Since you put it that way, why not? So I recommend the game. All right. Um, well, what you would think? You were watching me play. I enjoy watching it more than I enjoy watching No Man's Sky. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, I like to make him do stuff that he wouldn't normally do. You know, yeah. There was a boat that was just sitting there. And he didn't need the boat. He didn't even need to be anywhere with the boat. But I was like, oh, babe, take the boat. Take the boat. Take the boat. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> I also really like the music of it. So, like, um, the other day he was playing and I was doing my makeup. And normally I will put music on while I'm straightening my hair or yeah. my makeup or whatever. I don't have to do that when he's playing that because there's a really good soundtrack. All right. So, that's enjoyable. I really like... Um, the art of it is really, 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 really nice. Like, there was a point where he had to go talk to a chick, and Sean pointed it out, and then I paid a little bit more attention to it. As she was talking, you could see her anger because you could see the veins in her neck. Ah, okay. Yeah. Really, really nice game to watch. It almost feels like watching a movie. Almost. Okay, good. Much more enjoyable. If you got a girlfriend that wants to be a part of your gaming but doesn't really want to play, go play this. She'll enjoy watching it. Just listen to her when she says to take the pink fuck fuck. <laughs> like they have uh, Otis Redding sitting on the back of the bay. Okay. Yeah, like I'm looking, they got a lot of stones. Mother's um, Little Helper, Pain of Black, Sympathy for the Devil, Street Fight Man. You know, there's it's the the soundtrack is like really good and really rich, mm. especially with Eric because you still have still you have Elvis Presley, but then you have the Stones, you have Cleanance, uh CCR, Credence. Clearwater Revival. All right? But then you also... CCR. What's up, Forky Fake? But then you also have Beach Boys. Help me, Rhonda. Heroes and Villains. Wouldn't it be nice to... Johnny Cash is on there. Folsom Prison Blues and Ring of Fire. Yeah, you got to have those two. Yeah. You know, especially in the South. Elsie Cook, Sam Cook. It's Cream. In a white room. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. It is. Isn't it? <laughs> anyway, that's good. Oh my god, Iron Butterfly in the God of the Venus on it. I gotta find what station that song's in the God of the Vita. Don't you know that I love you? <laughs> I didn't know that John, Johnny Lee Hooker, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. We've heard that one already. Yeah, uh-huh. John, Jimi Hendrix on a long watch party. All along the Watchtower is the first song that you hear right before you hit X to play. Uh, yeah. Like, all right, this is good. Yeah, it's a good, good soundtrack. Good soundtrack. Good soundtrack. A good game. So, 
All right. Well, um, so we got the news. Oh, okay. We're going to write to their news. I mean, unless, was there something else with that? No. 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 Okay. You just, I, you just usually do a nice. I'm sorry. Well, there you go. There, there's my game review for Mafia 3. All right. Now, let's find out what's in the news with Ed and Nerd News. It's too late for that. Take it away, Ed. <laughs> well, actually, the first couple of articles were based off of uh, Stacy. <gasps> oh, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Warner Brother announces Suicide Iskendakut with its teaser trailer. Sorry, what was that? Suicide what? Squad. Oh, okay. Didn't sound like it. I saw. I'm a, I apologize. What did you think I said? I, I you said Skindica. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying. I was. I was doing one thing while I was doing something else. I was trying to post <laughs> it on our uh, Twitter and, and Facebook page while I was telling you the title. So that's all yes. right. Okay. So yes. Yeah, so uh, available November thirteenth. Uh, actually, December 13th on Blu-ray, but uh, digital download is uh, November 15th that you can catch it. There's 13 extra minutes of footage, and apparently it's a lot based on the trailer. It's a lot of those uh, deleted scenes of, of uh, Jarrett Leader's Joker that you've all been craving for. I don't know. I, I was craving for it, but yeah, I mean, they probably focus more of a backstory with Harley Quinn. I wonder if it's, you know, since everyone's kind of clamoring Everyone's been bitching about how there's not enough Jared Leto's Joker in it. You put all his, all this, he's on the movie posters. He's in, he's basically what helps you sell that movie. And he's got eight minutes of screen time total. I, you know, I, I, I tend to agree with that a little bit, but I think it's more of the fact is, is that, uh, I think like the director, David Ayer wanted to have more of the, of Joker in there. And then the Warner brothers probably cut it in a certain way. Just sure. To, just to put it out there for a certain time limit because they, I swear to God, Norder Bros does not really know how to cut a movie properly because no. they've, they've made a lot of mistakes in the past, but we, we can't have, we can't have Joker treating Harley Quinn like shit, even though he's a villain. Oh, that would be not PC. Right. So, I mean, I think that like, and I think because of what the success of uh, Batman V Super, Superman, the extended cut did, I think that's like also why they're like, we can make money off this? Shit. Shit. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, because it's weird because David Ayers was said that what you see on screen is my director's cut. Like I he didn't want to put any additional footage footage in it because he's like, This is my cut. Where Warner Brothers was like, Nope. Got ching ching. People like that Joker. Let's let's give him more Joker. Cha ching cha ching. Yeah. Jared Leto is bitching about not all the stuff that he filmed not being there. Let's throw it in there. Cha ching cha ching. You know. I do hope that they show him being the dick to Harley that apparently was filmed. Maybe it might get a lot of people kind of going, oh, maybe that relationship isn't healthy. Like, you know? <laughs> uh, uh, hold, hold on, hold on. Uh, yes, baby. What do you got? I can see you. You're twiddling your fingers and you're, you're, you're yeah, doing her, it. Her, her, nickels are, her knuckles are so clamped together that they're turning away. Well, I had so. to roll my sleeves up. Oh, <laughs> oh she was like, oh, give me get in here. Ding, so, <laughs> ding, go. So because I sent this article, yes. I was prepared to talk about this. I was really hoping you were going to pull it. I hated the Suicide Squad, right? I've talked about it. Everybody knows. I hated it. Yeah, don't worry. Don't... We're not. Yeah. We're not. We're not. But I also said that if when they brought it out on Blu-ray and DVD, if they brought more Alito stuff to it, I would be willing to watch it again to see what I was missing out on. Right. right? I still don't have a problem with the way that he looked. That still isn't an issue for me. I know this is an issue for you guys. Whatever. We're just going to mm-hmm. agree to disagree. All right. But I do want to see the stuff that they cut. Because if he's going to be the Joker for the near future, 
I need my opinion to him of him to change a little bit, or it's really gonna hurt me to have to watch him be this character that I love so much. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get that. He doesn't know yet, but we are because. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Before you before you go any further with that at that point, I'm gonna ask him that point because here's the thing. In this room, if, if everybody lived by themselves, I know you two live together, so it's they. But if you lived on your own, would you buy it? Yes. If, yes. <laughs> what did I throw away a theory? No, no, that's exactly that's exactly what I thought it would be. Yeah. Had you asked me that question when we first talked about it, my answer would have been no. Okay. And his would have been yes, but I really want to see the Jared Leto stuff that wasn't put in there. I really, really, really want to see it. I need to see it so that, like, I, re- I still have so much hope for him. And I know that I shouldn't. It's like an abusive boyfriend that you're like, he's going to change. He's going to change for me. I know he's going to change. And then he never does. He still slaps you around. That's how I feel. I, I'm probably going to get slapped around some more. But I got to see it. I just have to see it. <laughs> I got to see it. I just have to see it. No. I have to see somebody get Bitch slap. You seem more annoyed with my saying yes, I'd buy it. No, I was just I'm I'm not surprised by it. You know, I'm like I'm kinda like I thought maybe it would have differed a little bit, but I'm, I'm like the more I thought about it, I'm like, no, you would buy it. You know, like, but here you go. Here's the here's the here's the next question. If they never talked about doing the extended cut and the Suicide Squad came out the theatrical version, would you buy it? No. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. No. See, that's 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 kind of where I was looking. There was, there was gonna be a difference. But because it's like Okay, here's the third question. You wouldn't buy it. You bought it. But then the extended cut would have bought it. Would you have bought the extended cut after I you bought it? I probably would have because I'm an idiot. Yeah. I mean, I'll flat out admit, like, again, we've already established on record many times that a movie could be shit, but if it's got some good special features in it, I'll suffer through the movie again or just watch those special features. There was The movie wasn't horrible to me. It was a letdown. It was kind of – it was an average movie to me. I mean, I, I mean – I didn't really enjoy the movie. It was a solid movie. That's what. I, that's how I go about right. it. It had a plot line I could follow. I understood it. I got it. I thought that they needed to draw more stuff out, and hopefully, this extended cut will do that. Right. But I mean, you know, as as far as it's like like me buying it, yeah, I'm going to buy it just because I want to find out. Like I, I have to know. Like I, right. It's not like oh, the extended cut out. There's more footage that could explain a lot more. Like when I saw the extended cut of Batman v Superman, I'm like. That made sense. That should have been the theaters. Right. You know, it's still weak plot line, the whole Martha bit, but right. at least it would have made sense. Like a lot of right. more of it. Would, would there was a sense. lot more fleshing of other characters. Right. Let me go. Oh, OK. I see what's going on. Yeah. There. A, it was a better movie than, right. the, than what they released in theaters. I, yeah. I mean, I, I would be because Suicide Squad, as much as, as it has its problems and I would probably I don't know if we'd watch it together, mm-hmm. but if she was, let's say, at work or doing something else, like during the course of the day and I had like two hours to kill and I'm itching to see like I like Will Smith. I would watch it as a Will Smith movie, not as a Suicide Squad movie. Right. You know, or I'd be like, all right, you know what? I got time to kill. Let me go watch this. And then, you know, or if when if and when Batman, the Batman movie comes out, if there is like I kind of tend to do things in like spurts. I'd be like, I'm going to watch all the Captain America's movies over the next week, or I'm mm-hmm. going to try watching all the Harry Potter movies. To me, be like, hey, one day I'm going to watch all the DC movies that are out there, the live action ones, starting with, you know, Man of Steel, and I'll watch that. And then, you know, and that's part of the it's part of the the cinematic universe that DC is trying to paint. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to be supportive because I I have high hopes that maybe sooner or later they'll get their head out of their ass and they'll straighten things out. 
I'm not blind to say like, oh my god, they're all good movies. They're all good movies. They're they're not, but they're watchable. They're not. I'm not walking out going, oh my god, it was amazing. I walked out going, yeah, all right, it was a movie. I saw it. You know, I'll see it again. You know, I mean, if it's if it's if it's one out of a group of movies and I have to pick one, it might not be my first pick, but it'll mm. be my like second or third pick, maybe. Okay, depending on the company that's keeping at the moment. All right. All right, so uh, what else? Well, speaking of Batman. Oh, yes. Uh, this past, of course, this weekend was the New York Comic Con yes. going on. And they had a uh, showing of uh, of the Cape Crusaders, the return, Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders. They had a premiere at the New York Comic Con. And, of course, they had a question and answers with uh, newsreader Rodney. And uh, during the post-discussion, they had a, the panel, they had an announcement to make. And they had Shatner come up on a screen saying that he's going to play Two-Face in the upcoming sequel of Batman Return of the Crusaders. But if you want to see the movie itself, it will be coming out on Blu-ray and DVD combo pack on November 1st. Right, but it's also hitting theaters for one night only. Yes. It's uh, like a week before. Uh, yes, it is. I, I don't have the I don't have the information here in front of me, but I know that right, fa- fan, fan event. events doing that. So if because you they were killing... have a movie theater that does fan events, check it out, and you'll be able to yeah, see it before. The Killing Joke made so much money. Like I think we can pull this off again. Yeah, and I would like to see it in theaters too if I had the chance. But it's one of those like I kind of can wait. Yeah, I'll get you, Batman. <laughs> I'm Harvey Dent. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm now. I gotta be honest. I'm kind of interested to see how he plays it. <laughs> Like, um, is he going to be, I mean, he's done good Kirk, bad Kirk in the same scene. I wonder if it's going to be like that. I'm Captain Kirk. No, I'm Captain Kirk. <laughs> I'm Two-Face. No, I'm Harvey Dent. Bruce, help me. <laughs> it's got this blank stare. Like, really? That that That's your Harvey Dent? <laughs> like, uh, that's your Shatner? That's your Shatner. I've heard you do better. <laughs> I'm. Harvey Dent. There you Big go. Already. There you go. That's better. I'm Two Face Batman. <laughs> that's good. So there, that's there that. There you go. You take two. <laughs> All right. What else you got? Uh, well, speaking of Shatner, uh, why Shatner's turned down the Big Bang Theory appearance? Apparently, a lot of stars have been on the Big Bang Theory. Except doing, for Shatner. For, for Shatner, and uh, the reason why Shatner's turned him down is because money. <laughs> no. I had several conversations with the creators and what I wanted the, for them to meet for to do, and it doesn't seem to ex- be exactly right. So I said, find something that's better, and that may be I'll be in, intrigued to do it. So basically, like the writers of uh, Big Bang Theory are having him portray himself basically in the uh, sure. show, and of like course. he's done that in the past. He's he's played yeah. Shatner, but he feels that like. Like the comedy that would come from him wouldn't be um, natural. Natural for you know. For I sure. mean, probably. I mean, I, I, like, look. I mean, I'm not saying he's the best actor of all time, right? But he does have a style and a cadence and a a certain procedure that works for him. So, as a writer, you want to write to meet those needs. So you want to you want to rely on those strengths, not those weaknesses. Yes. And Shatner's looking at it, going, "This, that's not me. Like, if you want me to play me, at least write." me yes you know <laughs> don't write what you think would be funny for me to say write what you want me to write and i'll make it funny because i'm fucking william shatner you know <laughs> i'm fucking william shatner <laughs> write me a good line i'm fucking william shatner <laughs> <laughs> you can kiss my ass 
<laughs> Double dumbass on you, Big Bag Theory. <laughs> All right, so what else you got there? Uh, one of the original Star Wars characters became a rebel, according to Star Wars Rebels. Basically, this is a story that I'm going to tell you is that there could possibly be a crossover from the cartoon that, that's on Disney XD. It's called Star Wars Rebels. They're going to add a character to the canon that's already exist in existence, which I'll get to in a second, <laughs> yeah, that they might see in Star Wars Rebels. Uh, Wedge. <coughs> Wedge Antilles? Yes, from the Star Wars movies. You know, right. like he's the pilot. Well, basically, they're giving him his origin story of where he came from. In Rebels? In or? Rebels. Okay. Yes. So basically, he was a freighter uh, pilot that, uh, that, that actually got uh, drafted or has signed up with the Galactic Empire. And in Rebels, he's actually going to switch sides. He's going to become a uh, Rebel pilot for the Rebels. Okay. So they're thinking that um, the, his appearance could be in the new uh, Star Wars Rogue One movie. Uh, all right, hold on for a second. Hashoo! Thank you. Bless me. I see. <laughs> Bless you, by the way. But Thank you. Why? Because you never sneeze like that, ever. You never Excuse sneeze. me for a moment. Hashoo! Yeah. <laughs> You're never that loud and dramatic with your sneeze. <laughs> Ever. I know. I live with you. <laughs> we just made me go, hold on for a second. It's not so much the sneeze, it's the, hold on a second. Like, well, yeah. I actually had a response to your question. I thought we were going to yawn at that because I was like, hold on a second. The face was like, I'm going to yawn and you turn over. I'm like, oh, this is going to be really bad. And then, achoo! And I'm like, oh, okay, he's sneezing. And it's like. I, like okay, okay him anyway. being in Rogue One, I'm like, uh. Okay, because now technically the story ends 10 minutes before, rumor has yes. it, it's 10 minutes before episode four starts. Yes. So I can understand Wedge and Tilly's being there mm-hmm. somewhere. I don't think you're going to see him on screen. I honestly okay. don't. I think this is too little too late. It's one of those like, hey, this is who we're introducing in the cartoon. Oh, does that mean he'd be in the movie too? That'd be cool. No, like if, I'm, sure, I'm sure if you went on the IMDb right now and searched up Rogue One, Wedge Antilles, his name is not on the call sheet. You know, I think you might, maybe there might be a line going, we got this freighter guy, his name's Wedge. You know, maybe. <laughs> well, they said that the executive producer, Simon uh, Kimberg from Star Wars Rebels, has already hinted that there'll be, could be, you know, that there's a crossover happening. So the crossover is, what do you call it? Uh, Forrest Whitaker's character. Forrest Whitaker's character is in the cartoon. Is he? Yes. He's actually from Clone Wars. No, this is Star Wars Rebels. I I know, I know. What I'm saying is, I don't think... Yeah, so there is a crossover from Rebels into... Okay. I, I, mean, I, I just, I don't... I personally don't see it, and I think it's one of those, like, oh, please, people, watch more Rebels, because there's going to be a crossover. Okay. I, I, I don't... If we walk out of the theater and go, hey, what do you know, Wedge Antilles was in it, or was mentioned, I'd be like, does that count? Like, like <laughs> I just want to talk about Star Wars. Of course you do. <laughs> right, well, you well speaking this? of Star Wars, yeah. somebody has calculated the amount of money it would take to build the actual stuff that star. Um, uh, ten zillion dollars. <laughs> How much? Zillion? No, no, not even, uh, not close. even close. It's quadrillions. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Like spaces, big those three zeros, right. seven of those. So that's actually 
$22,452 quadrillion. I don't know what that is. I That's, see, okay. see that. Let's just sum it up to a shit ton. Yes. <laughs> Fairly, a company called, uh, where was it? I just lost it. Uh, Twa- Twizzle has crunched the numbers and figured out all the, all the, basically all the material and labor it would take for them to do it based off of the, of course, the approach of the New Hope. And the and the end of Revenge of the Sith, and how long it actually would took is about nineteen years to build that Death Star. That that's how, uh, based on that time frame and hours of labor and and uh, material would have cost. And, All right. So. I mean, okay, I'm sure there's, was, there's there's a labor union out there going. Oh, we could have done it for less. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you, I'm sure there's a couple of congressmen, men, the congressmen have been like, yeah, you greased the right problems. We could you know speed that up a little bit. We can raise some taxes. We can get you some extra funding. You know? <laughs> can you imagine, though, like coming up with those kind of funds, though? Of, you know? No, no one can. That's the reason why it's called science fiction. <laughs> uh, you know, slap a laser pointer on top of the, uh, what do you call it, the International Space Station. That's the closest we're ever going to come to a Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, this was from last week. I wanted to bring this up because uh, uh, apparently J.J. Abrams, I, don't, I haven't heard anything about this because I was, I was dying to find out. Apparently, J.J. Abrams and uh, uh, game developer Gabe Newell have joined a uh, p- partnership with Bad, between Bad Robot and Valve. Of course, Valve makes uh, oh, yeah. Portal and uh, Half-Life. Right. And uh, they're talking about not only just making games, but they're also talking about making movies. And was one of the movies is going to be Portal. Okay. You know, and so apparently they were going to have a meeting last week about it and uh, make an announcement soon. He said, J.J. said, soon I'll have a meeting uh, with, with the Valve and hopefully we'll have a great announcement coming out after it. Uh, we're having an interesting discussion with writers and an incredible talk of somebody who just gets it. And it's like, oh, my God, there's, there's a seed of an incredible tree growing. So I think he's got an idea for in a movie and, you know, I guess a team of writers that he's working with that's uh, really right. making a possible. I mean, I like the portal, portal games. They're, ni- they're nice little time killer games, I always call them, because you don't have to. There's not like a, a rich story. It's, hey, you have to go solve all these puzzles to get deeper into the root of the problem. And it, all right. I mean, sure. It makes it makes for an interesting now, have you ever played the help? I know you play Half Life. You play that. I've never played Half Life. You never played Half Life. Oh, I'm thinking of a different game. Never mind. Okay. I'm thinking of Fallout. The Fall game. Oh yeah, Fallout. Yeah. But that's by Bioware. Yeah, it's a different company. Yeah, different completely. Yes. I've played the Portal games. Okay. Uh, one and two. Um, uh, Valve also makes uh, Left 4 Dead. A lot of other. A lot of a lot of games, but they're all. They're like kind of like Half Life is kind of like their their super duper big one because. They're supposed to have the orange box, mm-hmm. um, which had the first portal and a Half Life Two kind of expansion. And everyone's like, "Were we getting Half Life Two? Well, it's not. It's like an expansion." You're like, "Oh," because I mean, I I would like to see JJ maybe kind of. Everyone's been asking for like the next Half Life game, and it's one of those games that's been like talked about, and one day maybe they'll do it. Who knows? I would maybe JJ pull that out of the hat and go, "Yeah, we got writers working on a new video game, Half Life Three or." Yeah. Oh, yeah. you see gamers just openly weep at the, the thought of that guy. <laughs> oh, they're finally doing. You would act like it was Jesus himself came, rose back up from the dead. Going, 
I'm here to help. You know, like <laughs> they would be on their knees crying, going, Oh, JJ. There'd be shrines to JJ Abrams already more than there already are for Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> All right, got anything else? Uh, did you see the movie Enchanted? Um, I saw Ella Enchanted. Does that count? No. Which one's this one? This is the one with Amy Adams. Oh, uh, and- where she's a cartoon character and she gets put out to life in New York. Um, I saw bits and pieces of it. So talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen it? So this is going to be me and you are. Yeah. Yes, I've seen it. Okay. Well, apparently they're making a sequel. I'm cool it's underway. with that. I'm totally cool with that. Yes. A- 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 Adam Shankman is going to be the director of the film. Adam Shankman? Adam Shankman. I, no, I'm saying Adam Shankman is the choreographer. He's done movies like Step Up. He was also one of the judges on um, um, So You Think You Can Dance. Not So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah, So You Think You Can Dance. Well, he did the Hairspray and Rock of Ages Helmer. Yeah. Adam Shankman will direct Dis- Disenchanted, it's called. The sequel to Disney's... Uh, uh, Sequel, it doesn't make sense. The sequel to Disney's 2017 hit musical. It was. It had music in it. Yeah, but 2017? Oh, yeah, okay. That's what's throwing me oh, off. Right. Like, maybe right. it was 2007. Yeah. Maybe they mis- mistyped the article. Or maybe that you're saying, hey, it's coming out in 2017. Because, well, apparently the f- filming is going to start in the summer of 2017. Okay. <laughs> and they can only gather from the title that, uh, of course, Adam's Adam Experience return as Giselle... In the studio, uh, is hoping. Wait, sorry. Uh, of course, imagine that half. Right, let me stop. Okay, go ahead. Imagine <laughs> that the ever after part of happily ever after isn't quite working out for the fairy tale princess Giselle and her earthly beau Robert, who is played by Patrick Dempsey. Although there's no plot details revealed, uh, the I, film. I, I, I could tell you the plot. The film made was made for $85 million, and it was an impressive $340 million worldwide, with $127.8 million in North America and $212.7 million overseas. So that's why. All I right, was. so here's the sequel. Ready? Yeah. Things aren't going the way they should be. Happily Ever After is the reality of a happily ever after finally sinks in that it's never that way. So... She decides to take her husband to her world, and you get an animated version of the exact story you saw. Okay. That's what, that's what I'm, I'm going with. It's going to be a, hey, um, real-life person. It's going to be Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the romance. There you go. Where he's going to be involved, and he's going to be like, now you're a cartoon. How are we supposed to have kids and, and stuff? Or like, <laughs> you know. Draw me an animated penis. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You're really coming off kind of flat on me, dear sweetheart. Get 2D. Aha! Oh, oh. Aha! All right, one more. One more. <laughs> oh, the next one's not that great, so I wanna, I'm going to find one. Okay. Um, well, you know that Disney's doing a lot of live-action movies. Yes. Okay, and they have, apparently they have a slate of them. You know, of course, they talking about Beauty and the Beast, which is coming out soon, uh, Lion King. Uh, they're coming out with The Jungle Book 2. Uh, Corella, Maleficent 2, Dumbo, James and the Giant Peach, Winnie the Pooh, Pinocchio, Genies, Night on Hold Ball on, Mountain. hold on, hold on. Yes. Genies? That's what it says. I don't know anything more than that. That's all uh. I can tell you. <laughs> Night on Bald Mountain, The Little Mermaid, and The Sword in the Stone. And a uh, live... Hold on. You, you and a live Tinkerbell movie. I'm not done yet. The live Tinkerbell right, you- movie starting with Reese Witherspoon. 
Okay, well, first, you got to slow down because you mentioned Little Mermaid. That is like. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. She's. Now, I just want to finish. Now you can go ahead. Do you want to go first with your genie question? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm like, really? Okay, I'll wait for more information. You seem to already have. You already seem to have issues with a live Little Mermaid. I don't have issues. It makes me nervous because I love the Little Mermaid so right. much. I've dedicated half of my body on my arm to Ariel. Okay. Right? Like that's that's the love that I have for her. Right. All at all things Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. That makes me nervous. Okay. Because I have a lot of faith in Disney. They'll never really let me down. And I love Disney. You know, I'm Disney heart completely like built beats the Cinderella's castle, right? But if they do it bad, <laughs> I'm gonna have an issue. Like I have no idea who I would want to play Ariel. Are they going to try to stick to the movie? Are they going to make it really dark? I have so many questions about this. And I have none of the answers because that's not what this article is really about. The yeah. really, real thing about this article is the fact that Mulan has gotten a release date. It's going to be in 2018 and uh, November 12th of 2018. And it's going to be actually in 3D. Um, all right. So apparently they want to make a big announcement about one of the movies really no one really cares about. That's not true. There's a lot of people that really, really like Mulan. I can tell you a story about my niece when she was really young. She watched new Mulan. And, of course, the scene where they cut the hair off. Mm-hmm. She got a pair of scissors because she had this nice <laughs> light flowing oh, on hair. And she cut it off. She had a big hole in her head. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I mean, all right. So Mulan's got a 2018 date. But, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, as much as it might be beloved, I don't think it was as big a hit as they were hoping for. Like, I mean, I honestly think they're going, like, Lion King, Little Mermaid. The genies is kind of curious because are you doing, like, a genie origin story from Aladdin because you don't want to touch a remake of Aladdin because of Robert, you know, Robin Williams? Or, like, those are the ones that I'm, like, hmm, I guess we'll have well, to wait a, they, the, the, Well, of course, the big question becomes is, is that, like, what movies to you... I mean, obviously, Ariel has a special place in your heart, right. so that's why Stacey doesn't really, was kind of nervous now that this is going to come I'm out. I'm super nervous. But, mm-hmm. I mean, like, is there any movies that, like, for you that you saw as a Disney classic and you go, I really don't want to see a live action because I don't think they're going to do as good job? Oh, uh, no, not really. I mean, my, my love for Disney movies comes from the animated stuff, but I'm also, like... That's what I'm talking about. They, like, I is mean, there an animated movie? That's what that, I mean. Like, there's not... Um, I'm, I'm, my, I'm more curious because we have the technology to turn all those animation movies into to stronger, faster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, the Jungle Book I heard was pretty good. Like she, Jungle Book was really good. You okay. know, Maleficent was good. Yeah, sure yeah. It was a retelling. Cinderella came out so much. They're not. They're not all going to be great hits and all. But I was never really a Cinderella fan to start off with. So watching it was more like. All right, whatever. Let me see what the hell it goes. And I, she fell asleep twice. twice. I fell. <laughs> I fell asleep once. It was boring. You know, the Lion King I'm interested in. I love the Lion King, but I also because Scar is my favorite bad guy. So I'm like, I get to see a live action Scar. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can't wait to see how that happens. You right. know, all the people that voiced the animated movie are still alive for the most part, I think. So are they going to get those people to redo their voices? How great would it have Matthew Broderick or, or you know the other guys? Okay, I'm thinking like they're James Earl Jones. Yeah, James Earl Jones is all I was thinking. Timon and Pumbaa, you know those, Nathan Lane and yeah, uh, I forget his name, but have the other have them come back and do their voices for that for the live action. It might be it might work. It might not work. I don't know. Or they might go, 
who can we get that's just as funny? Well, nobody. Let's see if he wants to do the job. You yeah. know, like, who knows? I mean, they came back to do Lion King one and a half. Maybe they'll come back to do a live action version. But as far as, you know, like anything I'm really nervous about, no, because I'm not, I'm, my Disney fandom is more of a casual thing. It's like, all right, I enjoy a good Disney movie. If they start making a live action Toy Story or a live action, you know, the, you know, Finding Nemo, then I might be a little bit like, ooh, I think I'm gonna pull that off. Kind of like I'd be intrigued about that, but I wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, they're gonna ruin it." I, I think that would, they would be a lot easier because of all the going through that Pixar uh, experience at, at, yeah. uh, at the Franklin Institute was like, "Wow, they have to do a lot of the thinking just to do like springy hair and brave or the yeah. you know the fish movements and thing." And they're like, "If I had that, they could film live. <laughs> like it's so much easier." Yeah, I mean, those. probably, but I mean, it's it is really one of those. I don't know. Wait and see kind of feelings. Okay. I, I Actually, I'm surprised that we didn't have an article, but I guess I'll save it for um, bonus material. The big announcement about Wonder Woman. No, I didn't see that. Okay. I guess we'll have something to talk about for the bonus stuff. Yeah. That you can hear later this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the meantime, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Just search Aquanet Radio and those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us, at tw- follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. And as always, if you have anything you want to ask Ed. Well, if you want to get a replay of the show, okay, well. you can go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Or go to the About section at our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and find all the places you can go to find it. If you're a Google user, you could download any podcast app. Search for it, and the show will be there for you. Now, if you're also a Roku user, <laughs> you can go to the, the free channel of Blueberry. Search for Geeksters, and our show will be there for you as well. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. And we'll see you next week. Bye! And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, everybody. I should have looked up the uh, writer. But I was too lazy. Um, so this here is what I'm bringing to the table this okay. week. Okay. Apparently, the at a panel, mm-hmm. it might have been at the. New, it, I don't think it was at the New York Comic Con because it was happened earlier this week. Okay. Or maybe it was on Thursday. I don't know. Well, it's been the exact the, the Com's coming on since Thursday, right? So. This particular weekend, but I don't know if the statement was said during the Thursday day. Like it's usually Thursday through Sunday. Yeah. But it might have been earlier in the week. Anyway. The current writer for Wonder Woman was asked about Wonder Woman's sexuality. Mm-hmm. And he said she's bisexual. Okay. And of course, anybody with half a brain should have been like, duh. Right. Like, I mean, because uh, in my opinion, and apparently a lot of other people, like, she's a woman uh-huh. who was on an island of nothing but women. Yeah. Who grew into womanhood with women surrounding her. Uh-huh. So why wouldn't it be? We've talked about this in the past. I've always thought that Wonder Woman was naturally bisexual anyway. Right. Because Island of Women. Uh-huh. She wasn't asexual. She, I'm sure she was sexually active at some point. And then she meets Steve Trevor and she was like, oh my God, look at that. What's that thing? You know, like spinning with, the, with his finger, with her finger, like, you know, <laughs> does it hurt when I do this? Uh-huh. Like, honey, I'm not a cow. Stop milking uh-huh. it, you know? <laughs> Or she could be doing it right. Like, oh yeah, keep that up. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Oh, something white's gonna come like, out. Oh my goodness, it, it seems to grow. Do you have any? Is that a superpower of yours? No, no, it's a superpower of yours. 
<laughs> that you didn't know you had. Um, and then it was like uh, f- followed. If, and then that article kind of got followed up like a day later, I think. With uh-huh. DC kind of going, oh well, well, you know who else is bisexual? Since no one made a big hubbub about it, uh, Catwoman and Harley Quinn. <laughs> you know, just like again, duh. <laughs> Like I, I okay, and I guess the reason why I'm bringing this is because I thought it was interesting. You look confused. Well, no, no, I'm not confused. I'm just like, why do you think like duh on Catwoman and Harley Quinn? Okay, well, bisexual? well, because you know, you in the comic book series, mm-hmm. I, I think it's safe to assume that Poison Ivy is definitely um, a lesbian. Okay, I, I would, I would clearly, I, anybody who likes to think differently is deluded. Right. She hates men so much. She's very motherly and very mother naturely that she's very, I, tends to be more sexually, uh, She well, she uses her sexual overtones to lure men in. Mm-hmm. I don't think she really likes them. I think she's more of a lesbian. And I got the nod from Stasis, so she tends to tend to agree with me okay. too. And so yeah. do you. Yeah. Well, there's a part of Harley's story arc where Ivy saves Harley from being killed mm-hmm. and basically gives her a venom that gives her an injection of I forget what but that makes her super spe- gives her makes her speedier a little bit more durable and also saves her brings her back to life okay and they have this bond between the two of them right and it's there was actually not too long ago on one of the Harley Quinn comics where the two of them hook up they, okay. they, they do hook up and again Ivy being attractive with women is kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, I, I can honestly see Harley Quinn being bisexual because she's more about. Um, it seems I don't know how much of an emotion. Like when you are, when your first love uh-huh. is Joker, I think you're 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 maybe you might be a little bit more open to things. Right. <laughs> so I can kind of see Harley being attracted to Ivy because she is so vastly different than how Joker treated her. Yeah. So I can see her being attracted to Ivy. Plus, Ivy's attractive, so why not? Like, right, okay. Catwoman, I don't find it being surprised either because as a... And again, this would go for the flip side Marvel comic of Black Cat. I can honestly say that I would think that Black Cat would be bisexual as well. All right, okay. My argument is is that as a cat burglar, you're going to have to manipulate people into getting into access to certain areas that you might not be able to. right. So I can see Catwoman, you know, purring her way up a woman's shoulder to get access to somewhere else just as much and just as equally as she would a man. Okay. To get to I mean, the same you spot. know, I mean, it's to me like that, like all that situation always has been like she does it for her craft. You know, she's not really attracted yeah. to women, but she's a she would do those kind of things just to uh, get to where she needs right. to be, you know, kind of thing. But I mean, you know what? You know, if she's bisexual, it's fine. Whatever. You know? I mean, well, I'm, again, we're not. I'm not sitting there going, "Oh, how those, how evil is that?" Yeah. Damn you, DC. I'm right. going. I'm more like, a, this is news. Why? Like, I, I mean, I know we're living in a climate where we need other role models other than your standard male, female, gender types. Mm. So I kind of feel like that DC every once in a while throws out these freebies have gone no no we are we're friends of the gay lesbian community too because wonder woman's bisexual huh you know yeah like oh by the way what we got no news on that or other than that no one's making a big deal catwoman harley are bisexual too huh i mean everyone loves harley and catwoman why is she bisexual? everyone knows she loves batman like i i just kind of feel like and I think Marvel has their own. I mean, they have their own openly gay characters. I mean, Batwoman is certainly yeah, a, a gay gay character. Yeah. But I was just like I kind of felt like 
like to me the Wonder Woman thing was like uh duh like I don't I don't I I, I mean you, you, when you when you when you paint it like the way you did it's like you know it makes sense it's like okay you know I just never thought of that that way right. you know because of the way it's always portrayed in the media's that I've watched and read, you know, sure, don't get me wrong. You I know, mean. it's like it was never really like I never saw that, and I'm like, okay, but you know, when you, when you go, yeah, you know, we think about it, like, yeah, it makes sense because they're an island full of women, and you know, you would kind of actually almost expect Wonder Woman to be gay because, like, right, up would... until she meets Steve Trevor, she's never really seen a man before. That's that's true. Yeah, I mean, I it's like again my perception of Wonder Woman too as a, as a little boy. I mean, obviously, it's always been Linda Carter. Long legs, stripper boots, bra- like dark hair, br- light eyes. Mm. I, I, I melt at that view. So as a guy, I'm naturally like, huh? And, you know, she's a tried to, eh? And <laughs> then when you read her in the comic books and, you know, she's in this, she, I don't know if she still is in a relationship with Superman at the moment. Mm. But obviously with the thing that she had with Steve Trevor, but when you think about her past, you kind of go, well, she did grow up in a room full of women, like... I, I don't think she would not be sexually. As an adult, I can kind of look at the logic on it. Mm. But as a kid, it'd be like, I think Wonder Woman pretty. Uh, I'm going to marry her when I get older. That yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I think like now as an adult, I can go, oh, she's bisexual. I'm not like, oh, horror. I went, really? Uh, think about it. Think about it. Kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, you know what? I never thought of it that way. But now that it's been brought to light, I can go, Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? But I, I kind of, whenever we talk about the sexuality of superheroes, I always thought, like, when we talk about who who would she be with, Superman or Batman, I always thought she, she she's perfect for Batman. She, yeah. would, she would get bored with Superman because he is so goody-goody and <laughs> and so much. Right. He, he got his powers just by showing up one day on a sunny day where she would, as the warrior princess, she would have more respect and affection towards Bruce because... He is a human being. He's immortal. He's he's toned his body to become that fighting machine that he is now. She's kind of have to respect that because she trained too. Like right. there'd be a more of a mutual respect with Bruce Wayne and Bruce. I think would treat her more like an equal mm. on some parts. So I always thought like the two of them should be more together because of her personality. Because like after a while, yeah, sure, he's a stranger in a strange land. You know, Superman's a stranger in a strange land, just like she is, but. Ultimately, when it came down to, I think, like core values, I think Bruce would have a problem with going, well, you're bisexual. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't think Bruce would have a problem. I think Clark would be like, huh? Yeah, yeah you know? I mean, you're right about that. But I mean, I, I don't think I, I never thought that Batman was the right choice for Wonder Woman anyway. Really? Yes. Why not? Well, because it's just like he is not um, he can never balance his life between uh, re, like uh, real life and his uh, persona, right? You know, so for that being that lo- the way it is, it's just like I don't think he can have a stable relationship <laughs> with Wonder Woman. You know, I mean, of course, no, she knows who he is, so that's kind of off the table a little bit. But to him, Batman's always first, right? You know, where Wonder Woman that. comes second. You know, type of thing where you know he's like, well, I know Wonder Woman can take care of herself, and you know, but I got to rush off and do you know stop the Joker or you know or all right, I, I can't second you know. That. But then also too, the fact is, is that like the way she is perceived in like he does things more in the shadows, and she is more like, "What this happened? Let me go out and do this. Like, let me, right. you know, let me bring this to attention to somebody, or let me, you know, right the wrong that that there is." 
So I mean, like their their values of way of 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 doing uh, stopping evil is different. Yeah, but I think on a human level, I, I think that there's the she's the mother. I would say like she's got that motherly nature, mm-hmm. and she sees the scared little boy in Bruce Wayne still. Plus, also, what chick doesn't love the bad boy? Like you know, that's that 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 hey, you know what he may not he's not always good and pure all the time he's he kind of walks that line but being he's a bad boy and i think women are naturally attracted to that kind of bad boy image that bruce wayne or batman kind of personifies every once in a while the guy's like i'm gonna go against the system and do things my way because i'm i'm right and you're wrong you know <laughs> or she goes like, one day i'll change him you know she doesn't show <laughs> i don't think she ever has that feeling i think she's just like i respect him as a an equal and he respects me. I think she's more on the, like, she would have more of a... a yeah, but he's a control freak, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. so it's, it's, it it's kind of hard to have him on the eagle planes, plus the fact that he always picks the wrong woman. He does. For the most part, you know, like like a lot of, you know, like, uh, like uh, Talia al Ghul or... Uh, uh, well, I mean, okay, let's let's face it. I don't think Talia al Ghul is... I think, she, I mean, if memory serves me right... Uh, he didn't want anything to do with her. He was drugged and kind of technically raped by her <laughs> to have, uh, you know, the the to have Damien. Yeah, he didn't consent to that relationship whatsoever. Right, and I think that he. It's, well, he also, you know, Selena Kyle. I mean, I think probably well, yeah. Italian is probably the wrong choice of. Yeah, the, he has this thing for bad girls. Yeah, you know, oh, someone's poking her head up. I mentioned Batman, so. Well, he may not have. Oh, get it here. Get it here. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. While he may not have consented initially yeah. to Talia, uh-huh. he loved her right. and never let go of that. Right. And kept fighting for her to be the woman that he thought that she should be. There you go. You know. So, so actually, it was, a, it was a good, a good, a good uh, example that I had. Okay. All right. I agree with Ed. I agree with Ed on saying that I don't think that Wonder Woman and Batman make a good meeting. I think she's too strong for Batman as a woman. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. Batman's way too much of a control freak. She's too strong of a character in who she is. You know what I mean? Like, she's she's this big, strong, proud Amazonian woman. I think that she would overpower Batman. And Batman doesn't never likes when someone overpowers or outsmarts him. And I think that she could. So I don't think that Wonder Woman and Batman make a good choice either. I'm with you there, Ed. Okay. I mean, I don't think I don't think Superman and Wonder Woman was a good choice either. I I I, I would agree to disagree because I, I think that they'd be good. Sean, would, you ignorant slut. I do think they would be good together. I think they balance themselves out. I think she would. His control freak. She'd be like, "Well, you can't control me, but so why bother?" And he, at some point, would. I think he would concede to her more than anybody else. No, yeah, I do. No. I do. You are so I wrong. Do. I do. I do. You are not Batman, so you are so wrong. I, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm telling you, I, I, that's what I think. I'm sorry because, and here's here's part of my theory on it. Yeah, is if you there was an episode. I mean, an episode, an issue of it was issue of Batman number six six six, and it was the Justice League's go to hell, and they go through all the seven sins like in this thing. Uh-huh. Both Wonder Woman and Zantana had the same sin of lust towards Batman. Okay. And that's why I kind of feel like she, I, I, I think that she's kind of maybe not willing to admit 
that she cares for Bruce more than she tries to let on. Maybe because of the Charlie thing. Maybe because like how you guys say, like she's probably more rational about it the way that you you are. Like I would never. He he's too devoted to his work. I could never. Like I think she would love him from afar rather than be up front and honest with him. But I think that if they did, I think that they would be a good couple. I again think that way. But I mean, that <laughs> the, the thing. This, I'm not saying like yes, but could Batman love her? I no. I don't know. No. I, all right. Let's just straight out now. Okay. All right. The reason why is because he, he, he is if until he can release Batman, if Bruce told Bruce Wayne can release Batman of who he is or change Batman for who he is, which he will never do. Yeah. Well, again, and I think that that's that's the rationale of why the two of them would never get together because I think she recognizes that too, and that's the reason why she loves him from afar, and not and she'll never admit it, she'll never say it to him because. He'll never accept it because of who he is. Yeah. But I think if there was a time where eventually Batman, when Bruce could sit there and go, I'm putting the mantle away, you know, and be done with all, from his own personal decisions, I think she would step up to the plate and go, now that we can, I think. Again, it's personal fantasy maybe. I don't know. It is. Right. It truly is. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just, because even as Bruce Wayne, I don't think he could ever give up the control. Like I mean, I could, I think he could, could give probably her, like right. it's like okay, I can't be Batman anymore. I'm giving that up. I have to for a certain reason, right. and I I put a, I I hang up the the cape and cow. I just don't think his personality because that's the, I mean just because it's Batman, Batman is a persona of Bruce Wayne, and Bruce Wayne is still deep down that same person. I say some would say that Bruce Wayne is a persona of Batman at this point. Either way, either way, doesn't matter which direction you're looking at it. It's still the same, the same look. You're going to fact. There's still a controlling factor in it in both sides of the coin. So that's that's the reason why. I mean, you know, because let's face it, what relationship has been Batman in that was good that lasted? Him and Robin. (laughs) His ward. His ward. Him and Alfred. (laughs) Maybe Batman's gay. Him and. And he does it anyway. Right. All right. All right. There you go. Hey, look, I'm, you know, again, green to disagree. I, I think it's the romantic, the romantic in me. <laughs> I think it's your love for Wonder Woman and your love for Batman. That you want them to work so badly because you love those two characters so much. And in reality, they just would never work. I hope we got that on film, but I don't think we did. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I mean, well, doesn't matter. She's basically saying because my my love for Batman, my love for Wonder Woman, uh, on separate, I want to be like they would be great together. It you know eh, maybe she's right. I don't know. I just thought it was <laughs> fascinating that that someone finally was like, yeah, Wonder Woman's gay, bisexual, and everyone's like, oh, like you know, <laughs> like, like I mean, I like I said, I think that any. And maybe it's a stereotype, but I think any cat burglar, male or female, would use their sexuality to get to the places that they need to get to. Yeah. So to me, having Catwoman be bisexual was like, again, uh, duh. Like it didn't seem to be like it didn't seem to be like DC was really throwing anything out to go. <gasps> they were kind of still playing it safe. Make 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 Wonder Woman gay. Flat out. Flat out gay. Yeah, but then that would that would kind of nix the whole Superman Wonder Woman relationship they had for a while. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, but that was, you know, that you're right. But that, the thing is, is that you can always make it an internal struggle. And that's what the, the what readers really love is the internal struggle of every character that they go through. And the fact right. is that she might she might not realize she's gay yet at this okay. point. But make the fact that like she she had a relationship with Steve Trevor, then she had a relationship with Bat, uh, Superman, you know, or maybe she, then she has a relationship with Batman. She's trying different ways to be accepted as a normal human being or a normal mm. person, you know, in in life today. And the fact that she can't be, and then all of a sudden she realizes that the reason why she had the relationships because they were so new and so different that you know she you know that thing and then realize that her first love is still with the island of, of themis area and the the women that are there and, and her I, sisterhood like I, I i completely would say like yeah that'd be great but dc would never do that there's no way they would they would they there's would, your shock value there yeah i completely agree it would be great like okay here's here's one third of the holy trinity comes out of the comes out of the closet yeah and it would be like it would. There's people out there who would be really pissed off by that. But I think the creator of it, who passed along a long time ago, would be okay with it. I think. Yeah. I kind of think that he was kind of almost alluding to that fact. A way, if you read any of the old, old, old comics, like whenever she was tied down by a man, it was used by. You know, he was a, like a slight bondage fan. Mm. You know, that the only way to kind of keep her powerless is by tying her up with her own lasso, and it was always by a man, you know, and who she was always saved by a woman. Yeah. Like, it was definitely, like, he was very pro-woman in the comic book. So I think that if she did come fully out of the closet, I think that anybody in the, his camp would be like, oh, kind of, it's like what her, our dad did or our great-grandfather. Yeah, sure, yeah. no problem. But I think the average male nerd would probably like how everyone gets all pissy whenever something changes in a comic book their beloved comic book you know I think people get all up in arms about it I yeah. mean everyone has got that moment I think that if they made Batman gay I think a lot of people are like no <laughs> like you know, my girl just pointed to herself like like you find out that Joker- I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised at all I would not be shocked if Batman was gay Right, but then again, it'd be like everyone going, "Aha! I knew it." The ward, him and Ro- come on, you're yeah. trying to tell me his name was Dick. <laughs> you know, I just I don't. Of course, though, that's that's wrong on a lot of other reasons too. I mean, let's 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 face that fact. I mean, you know, thirteen year old boys living in his household. That's right. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of deviant behavior just by going hey 13 year old boy i want to adopt you and i'm going to put you in danger on a nightly basis (laughs) (laughs) even if doesn't that sound like fun (laughs) that's just horrible in its own now you know you put it that way you're like wait a minute just a horrible person (laughs) come on kid (laughs) i got candy in my batmobile i got i I, no free hugs because batman does not hug but I got toys. <laughs> I got lots of toys. Let me see the toys first. All right, here's a batarang, and here's a bat car. You know, look how cool. I got a lot of bat things. It'd be cool. You want to play with them, right? Yeah. Well, then you're gonna. I'm gonna adopt you, and I'm gonna beat you in submission for training, and I make you as good as I am, if not better. I'll never tell you you're better than me, but you'll always be better. You'll be as good as me, and you'll only be 13 years old, and we'll go out patrolling the streets at night, you know, avenging the wrongs of the downtrodden. <laughs> Doesn't that sound romantic? (laughs) (laughs) I'm in love. (laughs) But there's no candy. No, no, there's candy. Just no hugs. Batman does not hug. Ever. (laughs) You look kind of sweaty anyway, so that's okay. Yeah. All that rubber and that that Robin, those shorts, they look like they're bunching up. (laughs) (laughs) What are you, Captain Underpants? Come on. 
<laughs> Superman ditched the undies. Why not you? <laughs> I'm Captain Dangolo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, you, can measure, you can measure my balls how old I am you can always tell the temperature just by how low they hang <laughs> uh, it must be cold freezes in town how do you know <laughs> shriveled up like a stack of dimes <laughs> you got anything else there Ed? no I think I'm good I don't know if I have a couple of something I'll yell it out alright well uh, anything you'd like to add there sweetheart Nope, she got a note from there. Nope. Look at her face, though. She's got, she's got something to say afterwards. Oh, she's like, oh, wait a minute. After, after show. <laughs> it's the, how dare you even insinuate that Batman would be gay? <laughs> <laughs> That's no bad hole. You know what? I don't have a problem with the being gay at all. I don't either. You know, like, uh, I, I mean, it's. Again, here at Geeksters, we are very pro. You know, you know what? I, you know what? You know what? Uh, I am uh, gonna, I'm going to throw uh, something out there. I just uh, thought of something, and I want to throw this out there. All right, we're, we're we're all worried about being gay, straight, bi, whatever. What about the, like the asexual people? The people have no sexual preference at all. There's a small group, sure. They have no voice yet. Batman could be that voice. The asexual group. Yeah. I, I would I would throw in that uh, that sex that he had with Catwoman on the rooftop kind of negated that fact. <laughs> I mean, just 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 saying. I mean, if anybody would be asexual, I, honestly, I would see Superman. Be, I mean, granted, he, you know what? Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll go with that one because he's an alien. He has yeah. no idea how his his metabolism would affect anybody. Yeah. Like again, the old the old joke <laughs> is if he comes inside her, he, you know, it's got to be a shotgun blast. The top of her head pops off. <laughs> like, you know, they call him the Man of Steel for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Because we know how far Jizz flies in space. That's right. We figured it out. <laughs> uh, we did the math. We did the news. Um, I mean, I could see like Superman, but again, that's kind of uh, in. They would kind of have to create a whole new. Uh, you know who I could see? Honestly, all right. Damian Wayne. Damian Wayne. Uh-huh. Robin. I can't see him being. I can see him being asexual because he ain't got time for that shit. You, what do you, what do you, don't. Uh-oh, hold uh, on. See, we're done. She come in here. Why? Hold on. Why do you not see Damian Wayne being an asexual character? Because he's a child. I don't think that Damian Wayne as a character... Oh, actually, get up. I don't know why I don't just mic up. I don't think that Damian Wayne as a character uh-huh. knows what he is yet. He's a child. Okay. Right? Like, he's, he's right. a boy. Yeah. Give it, like, ten years to see where the character goes. I think that Damien is far too arrogant. Way too. I mean, like his arrogance outweighs Batman's well, arrogance. Well, the thing is, I think, I think to... even like, I mean, Damien Wayne now, yeah, you're right, because he's a boy. But I think even with ten years ex- more experience with him, he's in like his twenties. I don't think he's going to change. Like, I don't. I think he's going to be that still that same person because he was since he was under uh, Rachel Ghoul's rule and training. That the fact is, is that that will never change because he will always be that weapon. And I agree with you, but yeah. I think when it comes to sexually, you yeah. know what I mean, that at some point Damien's character is going to grow up, and because of his arrogance and the, the the boy that he is, I think that he might not necessarily be, whether it's asexual, straight, gay, bisexual, whatever. I think if anything, he would be more of a dominant 
person. Like I think that I don't think that sex would be something for him that was I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna participate in this because I enjoy it. I think that he would want to dominate someone. I think Damian Wayne makes the perfect the perfect dominant character. Perfect. Like uh-huh. like like okay. textbook dom. Like he would have to have someone that would submit to him even if it's not in like a necessarily like a sexual way uh, but in like a relationship way i agree with that i think that ed would make it i mean that batman would ed would make sorry ed. <laughs> i think that batman would make a great asexual just because he's had sex with someone doesn't mean that he could ever actually be in a relationship with someone right and being asexual yeah so he might get his rocks off or whatever but what comes down to it of him actually being able to be in a relationship with someone I don't think he'll ever let go of Batman. Ever. I think that Bruce Wayne will die trying to let go of Batman. That's going to crush my soul, by the way. <laughs> like, like That's going to be a sad, sad day for me. But I think that that's his ultimate battle, is he's never going to be able to let go of Batman. And because he can never let go of Batman, he's never going to have a relationship. Not a good one. Well, you know, the Warner Brothers do have the DB plan. The what? The DB plan, the death of Batman. Don't, we're not going to talk about that, Ed. <laughs> That's when he's... Batman can't make no more money for Warner Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Drop the axe. All right. Very Execute Orchard DB. <laughs> Death of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, again, thanks for listening. If you want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday nights, start at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. There's your track with that ring on those apps. Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. And um, if you want to if you want to talk to Ed on anything you've seen or heard on this show, you can message him on our Facebook page, or you can email him directly at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's by email. But you could also tell him how great it is if I was a Roku user that can go to the Blueberry channel for free, look up our show for free, and view, listen to our show for free. <laughs> how much does it cost, Ed? It's free. Oh. Okay, well, thanks for listening, folks, and we'll see you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. <laughs> <laughs>